Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Shycast. My name is Nikki Tanti. We got Flavio Jaimes. We got Justin Winteroth. Chicken. You're the one I want. Don't know what I want. Yeah, sing it, sing it. And we also got <laughs> Carlitos Rodrigo. And Wale. Gotta love Wale coming back again for another round, another season of the Shycast. This is season two, episode one. We're already there. We're already coming back. We don't need a break. We need to come right back. I, yeah, this is technically this. season two. I like season that. Season two. We're coming right at you guys. You thought we were going to take a break? We're not taking breaks because the NBA does literally does not take a break because it's already summer league. We got off-season trades. It's not even over yet. We might even get some new people. You don't even Nick, know our tourists. Nick, you should make a montage done. of our season one and put like... Coming uh, soon. I'm already put the fray. Oh, but the phrase, how to save a life is the background music to it. Where did I go wrong? Oh, we'll get soon. We'll get soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, nah, I'm just kidding. But... Let's get back to our show right now, and we're going to start off with something that has very much confused me over the past uh, few days, maybe a week or so. Uh, What is all this tampering, and why is it directed towards the Bulls uh, specifically when other teams have kind of done a little bit worse than us? Tampering is the dumbest... Uh, tampering, it, it's not even real. Okay, actually, I want to propose a question. Go ahead. Is LeBron going to Miami? With D Wade and Chris Bosch. Is that right. tam- was that a tampering move? Not really. He chose where he wanted to go. Not on the organization. No, not on the organization's part, but ultimately maybe it was because I'm sure Pat Riley was just like, Hey brother, you know? Pat Riley was so, definitely reaching out beforehand. He had to have you know been. I think he created tampering Skip Bayless. He needed more content. Skip Bayless talk about it as a twenty four hour <laughs> news cycle T V show. Straight up. And he tampered. <laughs> He's a crazy guy. Oh my god! Also, him. his wife have, looks just like him. Do we have one moment of tampering that we can all consensual, like consensually agree on, was tampering? Maybe the um, Kevin Durant trade, because there was some talk about him like talking in the parking lot with these guys and a bunch of other stuff. But that might not even be real either. I think that's I, just. Kevin. I think I might have one. Go but, for it. Please tell us. Do you guys remember that Clipper situation where they locked themselves uh, in DeAndre Jordan's house or some bullshit? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Oh, when he, when he was going to get traded to the Mavericks? Yeah. Oh, when yeah. They begged. The Mag- <laughs> <laughs> they begged him to stay in, uh, on the Clippers. You guys, you guys know what they were doing, though. Behind locked doors, Carlos. Wait, why'd oh you smile God. like that? What, <laughs> what is that, that supposed mean? to be? That's something to say. What's going on? Was Trey They're Songs there? No Dell there? <laughs> Was it on the boat? With P. Uh, Diddy. With P. With P. Diddy. I, I don't know. I can't really think of a moment that was like, you know, I think, I mean, the LeBron thing is like up there. I'm trying to think like back. That was like. Some sort, some form of collusion. I just can't think of any. I mean, honestly, that Bogdanovich thing last year, when they had agreed on the sign and trade, but they didn't even let Bogdanovich know. <laughs> they they wow. ended up avoiding that trade. Oh yeah, where he was supposed to go, he was, was supposed Hawks, to go to what team? Milwaukee. Yeah, that's right. And then he went to the Hawks. Yeah. And they yeah. took a pick from them. They took a second round pick and they find them. As far as the Bulls go, I think they might reach for a first round pick because they're trying to make uh like they're trying to teach the league a lesson by penalizing the bulls so ultimately what was the like 
<laughs> oh, but Wale, do you have any moments besides the Miami one? Or because I can't think of any. No, no that, that's kind of my point. It's like, the, yeah. what is tampering? Like, it's the most. Right. Uh, it's like when TSA was first like, you can't bring fluids on. Everyone's like, wait, wait, what if it's like eight <laughs> ounces? Like, okay, yeah, that's cool. You come there, like, nah, you can't bring that's it. a it's great like, okay, example. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you know what true. I mean. If it's a small water bottle, it can't be that bad. Oh my god, it's very true. So, so that's so the bull situation. They officially made the trade yesterday. So it's we sent over Garrett Temple, Thomas Sadoransky, a second round pick, and cash considerations. What made the trade legit at that point? I don't. Cause, cause it seems like it's the same trade the, with like a thing is, and, a, and some money. With, the thing is with tampering, you can't talk before the free agency opens. Uh-huh. And well, they obviously have been talking since the trade trade deadline because we were trying to acquire Lonzo since the trade trade deadline. Yeah, for Lori, you remember that? Mm-hmm. I don't yes. think it should be tampering because we were literally trying to get him at the trade. Yeah. They were allowed to talk at that time. That makes total sense. Such a weird period of time where there's the trade deadline and then the markets closed for certain. It's like, it's stupid. Yeah. Like they got their, you know, they got like to third base and, you know, and then you're like, well, they're like, hi, you know, like, nah, like, nah, oh, all right. You wait. If anyone who's in the space jam two movie goes to the Lakers, is that tampering? Right, that's a great possibly, question. yeah. Mm. Looks like Dame's going to the Lakers, guys. Yeah, uh, confirmed. Uh, no floor wow. spacing at all. Uh, which I don't know bird. how that old team is going to do, but we'll we'll see. Um, also, this is this is my theory, and I've been bringing this up in a few different group chats and stuff. I think that the league is going to do whatever they can to make sure that Zion is the next face of the league. That's just how I am. I think he's the. I think he's also the perfect guy to do it as well. No way. And not I think with that shit team. Not with that. Well, that I mean, LeBron. LeBron started career. on a. LeBron started on a shit team too. He was on the Cavs, okay, and like he took him to a championship uh, somehow. I think they're gonna kind of do the same narrative with him, and you know, eventually he's gonna go to a better team, just like LeBron did. They're just kind of trying to get enough of a team so he can start making the playoffs. Which you know, let me just knows. say something real quick, just go to ahead. touch on that real quick. Hey, I think it would be very uh, appealing for Zion to go to Chicago. Hmm. He's a he's a kind of a power forward, right? He's got Lonzo there. They built chemistry. Um, hey, just saying, you know. Speaking it into existence just in case that right, happens. That's right. I do it all the time. Yeah. Very true. Um, so speaking of Lonzo, since you were speaking of Lonzo, was Lonzo our best fit for the point guard, or should we have gone for somebody else? Because there's a lot of people that still don't really believe in this guy. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Uh, definitely, I, I think he's definitely the guy we needed. Um, we needed a facilitator, and that's exactly his role. Um, he's a type that you know he's not focusing on scoring. He's you know he's he's looking for the actual sc- like the players who score. So that's perfect. You know we need to get the ball to Levine, uh, Vucevic, uh, get them the ball that they can score. Um, I think that's the main role he's going to play. Uh, plus, he's a good defensive player on ball, uh, on perimeter defense. Um, I think his, I think his three point got good too. It's been increasing like every year. Um, which I think it's I mean, if he can, if he can shoot a three, I mean, we need that for sure. Uh, but uh, but mainly, I think the main focus is that we just needed that person to run the floor and and get the ball out to to the scorer. So, yeah, very true. 
Uh, what do you think, Flavio, about uh, Alonzo Ball? You've been following him pretty close ever since he came in the league. I mean, he's definitely developed nicely. Uh, he is shooting 39 on eight attempts, which is amazing. Um, he's a great perimeter defender, like Carlos said, and that's we definitely need great per- perimeter defense. That's why we got Caruso also, because Kobe White is a bum at defense, so we can't really <laughs> rely on him to defend. But True. he brings to the team exactly what we needed, somebody who's going to assist Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Somebody who, who's not a great finisher, but has been trying to develop that finishing. I know that he has a low percentage of free throw attempts, but I think on this team where our spacing is almost as equal, where people have to worry about Pat Will, have to worry about Vucevic, I think he'll get up to the rim. And I think, honestly, I I, I feel like he could possibly earn his first all-star as a bull, not necessarily this Lonzo. season, but but Lonzo will later on. Yeah, later mm. on in his career, I think if he stays with the Bulls, not this season, but I think he can earn his first All Star. Wow, that's a that's a hot take right there, mm. Justin. What do you think about that? All right, let me ask a question. So, a question? I love me, questions. I, I have an answer. Let me ask a question. <laughs> Go ahead. So, which of these two uh, stat lines would you rather have? Okay. okay. Uh, 14.6 points per game, 4.8 rebounds, 5.7 assists. Okay. Or would you rather have 19.3 points, four rebounds and 4.9 assists per game? I have an answer brain, but I have no idea what you just said again. Uh, okay. (laughs) So would you rather have 19 points per game, 4.0 rebounds and 4.9 assists per game? Or would you rather have 14.6 points, 4.8 rebounds, and 5.7 assists per game? Who would you rather have? The first one or the second one? I know one of them is Kemba Walker. Who's the second one? <laughs> okay, so yeah. We do not right. want Kemba it was Walker. Kemba Walker. I really wanted want Kemba Walker. Bomb. I think Kemba Walker would have been the saving grace of the Bulls team. Um, personally, I like Kemba Walker's playing style uh, way more than Lonzo Ball. I know Lonzo Ball is more of a defender and uh, you know pass first kind of guy, and he'll shoot, he'll knock down a three every now and then. But I really wanted aggressive scoring. I wanted three. I wanted four players in the starting five that could average twenty points a game, like <laughs> having Kemba Walker, Demar Derozan, uh, Zach Levine, and Vucevic in your starting five. I think you're guaranteed a two seed in the East at that point. No. With the addition of Alonzo Ball, I really don't know what our ceiling is for him. Um, I don't see the Bulls being a two seed in the East at this point anymore. I see more being a five or a six seed, maybe even a seven seed with Alonzo Ball, unfortunately. I just kind of fear for Zach Levine's production, uh, especially with the addition of Vucevic, I don't know how he's going to react with in a full season with having multiple scores other than himself. I hope it. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't think it's going to help him, and I don't think it's going to help his case for being so great. I have a rebuttal to that. Okay. Do it. First of all, Kemba's a bum. Why would you want somebody with such a high usage percentage on the team when we already have Zach Levine and Vucevic? Like. You want a 6'1", 6'2", point guard who plays absolutely no defense when we need defense? We already have Kobe White. 
<laughs> Come on the now, cure, bro. The cure. We need defense. Like we need yeah. perimeter defense. Like yeah. defense is what is needed in this league to win. You think the Celtics? Like they have Jalen Brown. They have uh Jason Tatum. They couldn't do shit with Kemba Walker. You think we were gonna do shit with Kemba Walker? They also didn't do shit with no. Kyrie, bro. Like that's just the Celtics, bro. Bro. That's just the Celtics. Harry no, didn't like being on that. Team. I Kemba, yeah. watch, watch Kemba, Kemba, watch Kemba, ass. New York, bro. Please Isn't watch Kemba, New York this year's. Or, but, That's what I'm saying. Uh, Kemba's not injury prone. He's, 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 he, he played 43 games I, last year. I'm, I'm gonna see Kemba come off the bench and watch <laughs> D Rose start. I think he played 43 games last year, but there's fucking 82 games in this season. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyways, uh, what do you think, Wally? Am I even remotely on point with the uh, Kemba Walker? No, not even close. No, okay. Uh, No. Because here's the thing that makes the Lonzo Ball signing trade the most appealing trade in the offseason, even though there's tons of other moves that's already happened in the NBA, is that the Bulls are quietly setting up a team that can compete in five years. And getting a guy like Kemba Walker, he makes you put yourself in a win-now position. And everyone already knows the league is extremely top-heavy with the Lakers, the Nets. If you aren't any team that has made it to the Western Conference Finals or Eastern Conference Finals in the last two years, you need to start planning for the future. That's just what it is. You're you're not going to beat LeBron. You're not going to beat KD and Kyrie. So with what we saw with the Atlanta Hawks, they are in prime position to be the front runners in the Eastern Conference for many years to come if they play their cards right. And I think the Bulls with the front court and with Lonzo Ball being only four years, $85 million, that is such a lucrative contract. If Lonzo Ball doesn't even live up to his potential in the next two years, that's an easy piece to move for a franchise cornerstone in the next two years with that kind of deal. So I definitely do think Lonzo Ball adds a a level of creativity on the playmaking side to where I think we kind of asked, um, we kind of asked Zach Levine to do too much on offense. And we watched it so many times where he could, he just could not bring us back in games exhausting. doing shot, creating playmaking. He was exhausted. Right. And exhausting leads to only bad defense for bad defenders. So mm-hmm. I, I def- definitely, I think the most interesting thing to see is how good, Zach Levine become on the defensive end now that he doesn't have to exert so much effort on the offensive end. That's why I love the Lonzo Ball trade. That's fair. very true. Very true. That's very true. I can see and, that. I mean, it's yeah. like it's not like I'm upset. I mean, obviously, I'm very excited about Lonzo Ball. Uh, I do see the potential with it for sure. I just like a lot of offense and uh, a lot of lack of chemistry <laughs> on the court. I guess I don't know. Oh, and God. also, what I will say with what the numbers that you posted between Kemba Walker and Lonzo Ball does not include the efficiency that Lonzo Ball brings to the offensive yeah. and defensive side of the game. Mm-hmm. You are wrong. <laughs> 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 Let's move on to our next topic. The same kind of question. Um, is DeMar DeRozan the best fit for the squad or was he just a, a good opportunity at this point? Definitely. You know, I think DeMar DeRozan is a great player. In, during his time in the Spurs, um, he was playing power forward, small forward, which is technically what we need. Um, he's a decent defender, and um, he's a great—he's um, great at 
getting to the rim and picking up fouls, which is kind of what we lacked with Kobe White and Sadoransky. Mm. So uh, I think Arturas wanted to address that so we can get to the line more. And um, we're not going to get a three-point shooter. Damar has never been a three-point shooter, but he's been a great finisher at the rim. And not only that, he averaged seven assists per game. And his use of his usage percentage was not high, which makes it look really good around Zach Levine, whose usage percentage is really high, or Vucevic. So I think as far as floor spacing, I think it's it's a great deal, you know. And when you look at the league and where we're going in the next few years, we're trying to attract another max contract player. And I think with with the pickups that we got with DeRozan, with Ball, I think we're going to be able to get someone at the small forward or power forward next year or in two years. Yeah, especially if uh, Pat Williams doesn't uh, fill that role, which I believe uh, hopefully he will. Um, I'm going to take this as well. I think that in a, in a basketball team, you need someone, especially nowadays, that's going to kind of come in and shoot that mid-range. You know, I think that he is a mid-range master. The second he passes that three-point line, he has the opportunity to score right by the basket or he's just going to do kind of a pull-up and kind of try to juke you out of it, you know, play his back to the basket. Occasionally, he will do that. And a juke joint? Juke joint, yeah. That's what he's trying to do. Um, but overall, I think that that's good. It kind of mixes things up a little bit. It's not just a bunch of people like waiting at the three-point line to shoot. Like, he might just take it in. And also... It, it kind of mixes it up. Like Zach Levine is able to score, um, you know, driving to the basket. And I think that that gives, you know, it's like, he's a scorer. He can, he can score outside and he can score inside. And then you have a guy who's an inside specialist as well. And um, that's pretty cool. I think that's, that'll kind of help I, space I think, the floor a little bit. I think we're going to see Zach Levine living um, a little bit more on the outside range of the yeah. court. You know, he's going to be shooting a lot of threes. I think his three percentages, uh, going to increase for sure uh one thing about DeRozan I'm, I'm super pumped about him as well like Flavio mentioned he played all, most of his uh minutes in San Antonio as a power forward he played what was it 67 percent of the wow. time he played a as a power forward uh which is mm -hmm. which is crazy but believe it or not he led all power forwards in assists in the league last year he mm. averaged like i said seven assists flavio said seven assists and then i don't i'm not usually a stats guy i'm more of a just talk out of my ass kind of guy but um <laughs> i'm looking up stats oh, really? tonight i'm looking <laughs> yeah, right i'm looking up stats tonight you so, <laughs> so so let me mention this in his his rookie year uh on the raptors which was in 2009 uh, he played 77 games. He his average for assists was 0.7 on that season. 0.7 hmm. assists on that season, and then each year it's progressively gone up. And and this is the year he's at seven assists. So if, if Demar Derozan comes in and dishes the ball like he had, like he even remotely did like last season, we are going to have a very 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 lethal team because all of our starting guys can make the shot like they're going to make the shot um i'm i'm expecting a huge um relationship with vooch and derozan they're going mm. to play so well off of each other uh like i said i think derozan's gonna go in for you know the the shot the layup in the lane and he is just gonna pass it right to vooch and it's gonna go like every time it's gonna be they, like they played in college together by the way no shit did. Yeah, they did. 
dude like all the more reason to get hyped up like that's absolutely <laughs> insane i didn't realize that just fucking school they really go happy. to I think they went to USC. I'm not sure. USC, yes. That's what they wow. went. Wow. I mean, dude, that's amazing. Crazy stuff. Uh, so, so uh, yeah. Carlos, what are you thinking about uh, DeMar DeRozan overall? Um, I read this one article that said that he was not right for the Bulls because he was like older, uh, like on the older side. I think he's, what, like 31 or 32? Yeah. Um, but then I think the, the good thing you can take out of that is that he'll kind of play like that veteran role. Um, like he's coming from a great team with a great coach and hopefully he can bring that like coaching attribute where, you know, kind of play like a captain role or, you know, you know, hopefully some communication on the, on the court because communication is key when you're playing any sport. Um, so hopefully you can take some good out of that. But I mean, I agree yeah. with all of you. I think he's all around a good player. Very true, man. That's a good, well, that's hey, a good thing to bring up. Veteran well, hey, what's, what's the one thing about DeRozan that that we all know about him? That was Kobe's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he chokes no, I think, in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I definitely hmm. do think he's become, uh, being in San Antonio, he's become a much better playmaker hmm. than I think a lot of people have given him credit for. So I definitely... I, I'm curious to see how they how they're going to be in the in the full court. You know, I think fast breaks with Lonzo just he can throw a dart like like almost Kevin Love style. Uh, so so seeing those two and I I mean I, DeRozan still has some bounce to him. I, I think he's what, what is he like thirty? How old is he? Like 30, 30, 31 or thirty two? Thirty one or thirty two? So man, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> Pretty interesting to see the Rosen finally get opportunities in the full court because I mean the Spurs they played I think they had one of the slowest offenses in the league last year mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken so I mean and yeah he's he's playing games like he's not sitting out games at all like right. every every season he's played more than 62 games every season he's been in the league so that's that is such good fucking news I mean seriously well, that's good for yeah he's 32 he's a good it's really great for a 32 year old overall yeah. gotta love that. How many games has Lonzo missed out in his career? Quite a few. He only played 55 last season. Yeah. And then and then the season before, I think he only played like 45, something like that. Isn't he injured, though? Yeah, he was. We're a very uh, point guard heavy team, so even if it uh, knock on knock on desk, if that ever happens, it might not Fuck be good. No, if if Lonzo is ever out, I'm genuinely worried for the <laughs> safety of the Bulls. But when, with Ao Eagle cons. Yeah, well, we'll have to discuss that when we get to our Alex Caruso bit. Very true. Why don't we just so, hop to it? Why don't we just hop to it right now? We'll have Wale start that one. Um, Alex Caruso, bum or legit? Because there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about him. What do you guys think? It's tough, right? I mean, Wale's thinking. He's, uh, let's see what he's tough, I have right? to say, to be honest, uh, I'll go legit. Good, legit. I'll go legit just off of the the factor alone that. Hmm. Playing with LeBron, we've seen some guys. Yes, not gonna. We're not gonna name some names. Uh, play lo- longer in their careers due to his ability to to pass on wisdom to them on the court. Uh, so I definitely do think he he is a a 
pit bull defender. I don't know how to really explain it, but like when he gets on that wing, he can he can suffocate some defenders and get some picks and, and really push that that perimeter defense. So I, I would anyone who could play defense in this league with the amount of foul, fouls that get called nowadays, I, I, I definitely say he's 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 legit for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he got a few votes for uh, NBA All Defensive Second Team. Yeah, I mean, cool. That's great. He That's deserved great, it. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, just just one thing I want to touch on. Just that the only thing I'm going to say about Alex Caruso is, you can tell. Obviously, his defense is where he shines, but his offense, obviously, you know, you know him for his like big like dunks, putbacks, mm-hmm. th- that kind of thing. Uh, but offensively, he wasn't quite there on that tail end in in his Lakers. Um, you know, tenure or whatever. Uh, I think that was strictly due to him playing with LeBron. And if you fuck up anything in LeBron's offense, you're going to get crucified for it. And you're in, he's in LeBron's open about it. So, so that's the only thing I got to say about that. I think now that Crusoe is out of LeBron's, uh, you know, grasp, I think he is going to be a lot more comfortable and a a possible, Hey, you heard it here first possible six man of the year. Oh wow! We really got to start writing these down. Oh, what was it? I think you, six man of the year. You heard it here first. It's gonna complement. I think it's gonna complement Lonzo because he'll come out more of like an aggressive point guard, where Lonzo's more of a defensive, and it'll kind of complement. They'll go like offset each other. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, we can now uh, focus with Kobe White being in that shooting guard position. Right and and focus on his shooting because I mean he's not doing it as a point guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no. to be honest, is that a hot take though? Lonzo, I mean Caruso being in contention for the six man. I don't. That's I'm be honest take. with you. It's a very hot, that's take. A hot take. You know, there's a hot take, right? I, like you just. What I, you mean? I, I'm serious, bro. I think it's possible because one thing, one thing about that, he's gonna be running the second squad, right? He's running the second squad for the Bulls. Every fucking player on the Bulls bench shoots threes. Crusoe is not a three point shooter. He goes in. Okay, mm-hmm. he is literally gonna play just like Lou Williams does, just like Lou Williams fucking does. That's exactly what's gonna happen, and he's winning six man of the year. So, and I'm glad Wally agrees with me on that because disagree. It popped up in my head. I'm like, wow. Uh, I just had a premonition. Like it, it was a sure premonition. Did. Like I saw it happening <laughs> in my head. It sure. Well, how about we take this angle? Who will be? Who has the ability to be six six man of the year? Because they don't give it out twice in a row. Every shot creator's already got it. How? Mm-hmm. Why is he not in contention to be six man of the year? They right. give it out. They give it out a lot of times, uh, two times in a row, because Lou Williams won it multiple he, times. He did win it multiple times. But but what what about Alex Caruso is not six man of the year worthy? He's scoring. Potential. You said it yourself. You contradicted yourself, Justin. Mm. Right there. He can't score enough, so but therefore he I cannot be it. the six man of the year. But but yeah, he's I a defensive leader. So so are a lot of people. A lot of there's mm-hmm. a, a PJ Tucker's a defensive leader. You think he's going to be sixth man of the year? End the conversation. <laughs> right there. DJ Tucker's a starter, technically. Let me and, just say something. Oh, but, no, no, I, I just want to say, I just want to say Caruso is going to flourish in his new position with the Bulls without LeBron, you know, being a dick. But go ahead, Flavio. Um, I think the Caruso signing was a great signing. I, I know a lot of Bulls fans were 
upset for some reason but yeah again the bulls need perimeter defense and mm-hmm. i agree with wale I, I mean he he brings intensity to the defensive spot and not only that i mean he's an nba champion so gotta run. Not forget he's a champion <laughs> yeah let's not forget that he's a fucking champion bro yeah but um as far as six men on the bulls uh i'm gonna i want to see what marco brings to the table before okay I can say well anything. he'll probably he'll technically be well let's say he's not rookie of the year hey but uh as soon as that prop bet opens up i'm gonna put <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna put a 50, oh I'm gonna throw a 50 on it quick pity <laughs> quick you have some crazy odds on that one let me tell you just 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 mm-hmm. saying uh so let's get to our next topic here we have um you know P- a lot of people have a lot I-, I think in the bulls community he is very well accepted people have embraced him i think that i am one of those people as well that believe that he can be something i think flavio thought he was going to be rookie of the year last year which a lot of people actually thought he was going to be as well he did play a really good season he played um most of the season he was a starter most of the time as a rookie which is uh which is rare these days patrick but, williams yeah he started oh. a good amount of the team oh yeah yeah i don't think rookie of the year was you know yeah. i don't think he was even in contention for it whatsoever but he yeah, had a good people season. were saying I, I was happy with the season he had yeah mm-hmm. very true but do you guys think he is a legitimate starter on this team or did he start for a bad team last year which made him look a little bit better what do you guys think Carlos um, go ahead um you know I see it as like he's still building his role in the team where you know he's just a rookie but uh also you gotta take consideration like the Bulls last season they were doing a lot of like experimenting with the squad with the lineups and um I think that really messed it up messed up the chemistry um so hopefully by going into his second year we'll see more um you know, it was, hopefully we'll see more confidence in them. Hopefully we'll see more uh, communication, you know, yelling at players. I really didn't see that last season. Um, so I'm hoping he, he fills that that part of himself that he's been lacking in. I mean, he, so far, like the games that I saw, he wasn't, um, I mean, his confidence. He could tell like when a player is just like going off. Man. I mean, maybe it's just his first year, you know, uh, we kind of just have to wait and see what he does this season. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, yep. very true. I'm fucking with Patrick Williams. I think that he ultimately, <sighs> he's young. Honestly, he's 20 years old. Like, I really don't yeah. expect much from him. And whatever, what he's already putting out on tape, I'm very, very pleased with. Like, he really has potential. Uh, his defense is great. His paint perimeter defense specifically is great. Um, yeah, he's he's great. I, I think he I think he really has a high ceiling, potential all star in the next two to three seasons. Mm. Honestly, I, I, I see it in him. If if he can get those point averages up just a little bit and keep playing the way he is defensively, uh, I think he'd be very lethal. I really don't know what the what the uh, Bulls' plan is with playing him at small forward or power forward. Uh, I probably imagine they play him at power forward. I think they might switch between DeRozan and him depending on the yeah, defenders. Yeah, I, I, re- I really don't know what they're going to do with that, but I'm excited to see him play. I think he locks down whoever he's playing on, so he's a great defensive-minded player and, and if he just boosts up that points per average uh 
maybe get a couple more boards this season, he's already, you know, broken expectations. Very true. Uh, Flavio, you're the biggest fan of uh, you, you were preaching him at the beginning of the last season. So what do you think, man? He's a star. Like his, his efficiency numbers this season were amazing. <clears throat> I, I, I get that he didn't get to shoot a lot, but that's because you had to let that bum Kobe White shoot. You know what I'm saying? You had to see what that bomb Kobe White had. Captain yeah, Kobe White? And, and like, yeah. <laughs> and let's take a look at what LeBron said about, you know, Patrick Williams or what Kevin Durant said Go about it, Patrick yeah. Williams. Like they see him as an as as an defensive adversary. They they think that he's a great defensive player and he showed to be a great defensive player because he, he even though he was nineteen years old, he held his own against the best players in the league so like i said defense is really hard to come by in the end in the nba we tend to see more ball handlers and we see defensive players but i think you know his three-point efficiency was good his two-point efficiency from the field was good uh maybe i would like to see him get more touches and go to the line a little more but I think he's gonna have a big role, and I think he's gonna be able to fill those shoes. But I, I do agree with Carlos. Like, we gotta think about it. He is a kid, and maybe he didn't want to take a lot of opportunities away from other people. But from what I'm watching, he embrace he's embracing the role as a leader for the summer he, league. And he's a humble and, god. Yeah, he is very humble. Humble, humble god. god. <laughs> uh, uh, Wale, why don't you take us home on this one? I definitely. These are the moments where signing unfortunately guys like Kendrick Perkins matter because when you have no veteran leadership it's hard to tell a guy who's in his first year who has potential to be uh that has a high ceiling I, I would say a high ceiling they don't know when to be a there's certain plays last season where we saw he didn't know how to be aggressive enough to say hey this is a, a mismatch I feel like I could take this guy off the wing off the dribble and there were, there were plays like that in the mid middle of the season where he had moments of confidence but he really didn't take it to a 20 point per game or a, a level where he's capable of doing so mm -hmm. I think bringing a guy like Lonzo who is well he plays way above his age I think mm -hmm. uh, we'll definitely be able to see him and tell him like, Hey man, I think you can take this guy. We're going to need 20 points from you. I know that's a big ask for a guy like Lonzo, but I think he's capable with his mentality and leadership that he kind of brings to also the Pelicans. He kind of brought that to uh, Zion Williamson. I, anytime they played together, you see Zion felt more comfortable on the court, really taking advantage of smaller guys on top of the wing, you know? So I definitely would see, love to see the Patrick Williams and Lonzo ball, kind of communicate with that on a level so definitely do think this season is going to be playing a little bit more better than we anticipated mm -hmm. yeah i hope, I hope I mean, Thaddeus passed along some knowledge that's it yeah definitely you guys, uh, Patrick Johnson. You guys think that we can get paul Millsap or something sure, yeah. throw, him on, throw him on the team why not uh yeah he's kelly he's on the quiz on the he's he got he got cited unfortunately oh, yeah uh, too bad what are you gonna say, Nick? Sorry. Um, overall, with 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 P Dubs, as I like to call him, he 
he i think that overall he can be a legitimate starter for this team and i think they're putting a lot of stuff on his like i think pressure makes diamonds the more that we just throw him out there and say hey man like we need you to do this and you got to be this that then you know i think he can take that pressure he took it pretty well last year and i believe billy donovan is a great coach um after watching the season and actually seeing what he was able to do with this team even with what he had um, I think now that he has got all the pieces, I think he could develop uh, P-Dubs pretty well. But we're going to get to my man Flavio because this this question is mainly for him because he said that Kobe White was going to get traded in the offseason no matter what for, yeah. for traffic. picks. So Where'd that go? Where Were you surprised, Flavio, that Kobe White stayed on the team? Well, not after the Lonzo and Caruso signing because it's evident that they're going to keep um, Kobe White at, at the shooting guard position. Cause I mean, that's, he's a shooting guard. He's not a point guard. He, his dribbling is not that good. His playmaking is definitely not good. We saw it all of last season, <laughs> it, but he's a good catch and shoot guy. He's a good, he's he a is. decent step back three point shooter. And I think like coming on the second team, you know, coming off the bench, as a shooting guard, I, uh, taking a little bit of Zach's minutes, you know, while he rests, I think he can get a good amount of points, especially from the three-point line. But I don't expect him to play defense, and he's definitely a defensive liability. So, I mean, yeah, I'm okay with him staying on the team now, now that we have Lonzo and Caruso. Yeah. Especially because uh, didn't he go practice uh, with Levine during the summer? Yeah, they were wow. they were training together as well. Also, uh, to kind of to kind of piggy off that, and then I'll bring it right back to you. I watched um, Patrick Williams in the uh, the summer league today, and he looks a lot more like he really worked on his body over in the off season. And I think also Kobe and Zach have been kind of in tandem uh, training together. But uh, go ahead, Carlos. Yeah. No, I just want to say that I just bring that up because um, maybe that was a good hint as why they were going to keep Kobe White. Hmm. Um, Hopefully, Levine is teaching him, teaching him, or starting to grow him into that position um, where he probably Kobe White probably already knew when he got invited to that training that he was going to have to take that shooting guard role mm. and grow himself into that shooting guard role. So hopefully, his mindset is changing. Um, well, hopefully, that muscle memory is changing. Um, that's sorry, sorry to ruin your burst your bubble, <laughs> but Kobe White. The reason why he wasn't traded is because he was sidelined this whole summer because he had a shoulder surgery. He's been out. For, he's he was out for, supposed to be out for four months. So no one. He's not trained whatsoever. I don't know where you guys got your sources from, but um, he hasn't trained once, and he is going to be a complete pile of dog shit because he had shoulder surgery on his shooting shoulder. Uh, everything is going to go to shit probably because of him. That's why the Bulls drafted Io. That's and then that's I'm literally gonna tie it right into this last question. Go something ahead. the reason why they drafted that kid from U of I is because there is something they're not telling us about Kobe White. Um, I think Kobe White is not gonna recover well from this injury, uh, at least not this season. I don't think he's gonna come into form until next season. Uh, I'm worried, I'm genuinely worried about Kobe White. Yeah, very true. If he's healthy, but if he's healthy, great shooter. Uh, three-point shooter specifically. Uh, him and Caruso on the floor together would be pretty legit. I would like to see that. Uh, 
Kobe White comes Kobe. off the bench and leads second squad as a shooting guard, I'm I'm happy with that. Obviously, no defense, but he's a great. I think he's a really good three point shooter. Yeah. Also, we did get those sources. Did uh, I'm looking at an article right now that says Levine planning summer workout with White and Williams as well. They're all working out together, and that was by um, NBC Sports Chicago. When was that? May uh, May seventeenth, two thousand twenty-one. Yeah, the shoulder <laughs> surgery was in June, brother. <laughs> What do you think about Kobe White? Bro, tell me, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think about Kobe White. I want to know. You should have never forced him to be a starter. For real. I, think, I, I really mm. do think. Because luckily, I hope he's comfortable with coming off the bench because I see him as being like that that shock player, that second unit where he kind of brings the tempo up a little bit faster. Yeah. Honestly, him and Alex Caruso, obviously they're not going to be like, this is not going to be a, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not going to be a master class at, at, at <laughs> offense. Um, but, but I, I'm actually curious to see how that's going to work out because I definitely know, think for sure Caruso is going to get more minutes than him, but how comfortable is he deferring in that second unit? Right with because I think they're going to stagger DeRozan and uh, Levine because they can't play on the court fully on that same lineup together. So I, I'm I'm curious to see what areas is he going to become a better player at? Is he going to become a more anti defender to go reach for steals? You know, kind of pickpocket players in that sense. Is he going to be uh, an energy guy? You know, gets technical fouls. I'm not saying he has to be that guy, but he's going to have to bring another level to his game that makes him more valuable for the Bulls moving forward. Fucking with it. True, true. That is Kobe White for you, ladies and gentlemen. But we're going to get to our next question about one of our draft picks that we got. I think it's uh, our our first draft pick within the draft. Um, Do you think Io is going to be one of those first, you know, those late draft pick legends that they talk about? Like, oh, we should have, like, I can't believe they didn't get him in the first round, you know, kind of thing. What do you think, Justin? I mean, ultimately, I, I I see the potential with him on that. Um, it's really it's really too early to even tell. You know, he's a mid second round pick. Uh, he was good on that U of I team. Uh, there was high hopes for that U of I team. Uh, I was kind of bummed that they, mm-hmm. you know, got knocked out when they did. But to, to sit here and say to sit here and say he's going to be the game changer I, I think they drafted him because I, I think you're exactly right Nick like he does have that potential to be like oh fuck like we all passed up on this guy like he has that potential for sure and I think that's why the Bulls took a chance on him because they're like yeah fuck it you know he's a hometown guy might as well we're not going to have a draft pick for another five years so let's just let's, <laughs> we're get, not. The senti- let's get the sentimental we are pick, not yeah you know we're right on that one Justin <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's got potential. I I, I see it. Uh, we'll just have to see what what he does. True, true. Um, I think he was a draft steal. Mm-hmm. I saw multiple mock drafts that had him in the mid first round, mm-hmm. and to get him in the second round, like this, just a steal. Um, his efficiency was amazing in college. You, you could see it even when he wasn't on the court. How bad U of I was with him not on the court he's a great <laughs> defender um he's a he's a decent three-point shooter i mean he wasn't when he came in 
to U of I, but as he left, he started shooting around the like 36, 37. And I think, uh, I think that'll go up, but he, I mean, it, it just, it's great. It's great pu- publicity too, because he's from Chicago and, you know, it, it's just, when you're from a city, like you just try harder. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be just a die for the city. For city, yeah. <laughs> a fan watching? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Very true. Uh, Carlos and Wale, what are you thinking about uh, Io? Um, to be honest, I really didn't see a lot of his games when he was in college. Cause you're a casual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm having high hopes for this guy. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, he can uh, take that hometown motivation and, you know, put put his whole heart out there on the court. Um, and hopefully we can see um, see what he does for the city. Um, I know he I think he's been playing in the summer league. I'll have to watch some of his highlights. So um, hopefully he did pretty good today. Putting up some good numbers. He did pretty good. The only issue is that they didn't play um, P-Dubs and him very much. They were kind of taking him out once they started getting going, um, which is just a result of they don't want him to get injured, <laughs> mostly. Um, so I totally feel that. Wally, why don't you take us home, man? I wish I could honestly say that I knew enough about him. All I know is that I betted, I hedge uh, U of I in every bet I do, so I try not to look at the positives of that of that squad ever in my life. There you uh, go. But I mean, hopefully, hopefully he just pans out to be a productive uh, player in this unit. I can't really speak too much about him. But man, if if being productive as a hometown hero really helps, we should have told Jabari Parker that. Shit, him. yeah, we should have. Oh, that guy was fucking him up. Bonds, dude. Oh, my <laughs> lord. But he was Bonds on the Bucks. Yeah, oh. that guy was an <laughs> awful player. Awful. I mean, gosh. I so never heard. on knees. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you remember Sorry. preseason before the, the the season started, everyone was like, he said like, oh, D. Rose is a legend in our city. We're like, man, this is going to be optimistic. He's kind of, yeah. you know, putting uh-huh. the city on his back. And he, yeah. He does. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I guess I, yeah. I guess I'm a little bit more optimistic about uh, a couple other signings. I think the Marco Seminovic, that, that's his name, yeah. Flavio. I think yeah. he's going to be pretty good. Uh, you know, he can't be any worse than Cristiano Felicio. So right? <laughs> is, that, is that possible? I mean, it's he can't not, be any worse than not. him, right? So it's I guess not. I'm pretty optimistic about that. Uh, yeah, I guess him and, uh, oh, we still got Denzel Valentine, guys. So Denzel Valentine is now replacing Felicio as the uh, most useless player on the team. <laughs> like he, he'll The never, MUP? He'll, never, <laughs> he'll see maybe three minutes out of the whole season on the floor. Uh, between him or Dotson, but Devin Dotson's been kind of lighting it up in the. Uh, I would love him to be the butt end. Uh, yeah, like Denzel Valentine is a real butt end. Like he is really going to be the worst. Worst. Like Dotson has actually got a little bit of talent in him. He's a rapper though. He's got an album. Who cares? I would love for his That's his career, rap career to take off, and then he just quits basketball. All I know is if Denzel Valentine ever wants to um, sample photorealistic love, he's totally got my number oh, and man. everything right here. So, so. I'm never, I've never rooted more for someone's rap career to take off. The Denzel, Denzel Valentine. Valentine. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm gonna put him on. I swear. 
We're gonna be uh, in the car one day, and you're gonna be like, "Check this out, bro." And check I'm like, out what this, is this trash. You guys are gonna be like, Denzel this Valentine off his album, album off his album Red Valentine's Day. Uh, what is this? I think just Denzel Valentine. Denzel, Denzel Valentine. Valentine. Yeah. Speaking of Good which, Lord. does anyone have any like the copy of Kobe Bryant's uh, rap album? <laughs> No, I think he made a whole that album. I forgot he made a whole album. Shaq made three rap albums. If you guys didn't yeah. know that, Shaq actually was for the for the time that he made wasn't it, bad. Wasn't, wasn't bad. half bad. Wasn't, wasn't bad. Half bad. I will say that much. Um, Kobe's Kobe made one decent song where he's in like a full black tux. It was good. It was a good song. <laughs> We need to watch that one. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show. Thank you for listening and watching. Uh, we love that you guys are hitting us up for all of that. We're going to be on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter under the same handle at Pod, And you guys could uh, watch our little videos, little snippets there and uh, all of Justin's hot takes and stuff. Also, we're going to be coming out since the the season's going to get a little bit slower going up. We have um, our Bears podcast, which we just dropped on uh, this week as well. So if you guys want to see what we think about the Bears, uh, we're going to be doing that, especially as the season gets a little closer. And we're going to be doing some chicken broths as well to kind of keep the ball moving. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. Big chicken. That's what his name is. Chick-fil-A. Um, so definitely tune into those again at Chicast Pod for TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And stay tuned. We got a lot of great content coming your way. And like I said, I said this at the end of every episode. Once we get some good weather coming up, we're going to be meeting up at a basketball court. And you're going to see who is the most athletic out of all of us. That will be a big challenge coming up. Justin is smiling because he believes that he can just dupe all of us. And you know what? We might do some Tristan Joss content. We might uh, just find another five and play some other place us other five players. dude us five could fucking run the court though i know that much dude we'll we're gonna dusty. run that damn court dude uh, we're all gonna be very sore at the end but we'll we'll make it we'll make it happen for sure carlos so a lot of- show up in fucking vans yeah <laughs> i'm ready to go bro Let's do it man very true so definitely uh stay tuned we got a lot of great stuff coming your way on all of our social media and beyond. So thank you for watching. Go Bulls, go Sox, go Cubs that just traded all their damn players and also go Bears and Chicago Sky and whatever we else we got left on this Chicago Earth. So thank you very much and have a good one. Thanks, guys.